Welcome to the Silver Caduceus Association podcast, where we take a break to explore how medical service corps officers shape the story of the Army. This is our story, and I'm your host, Dave Paramore. Let's get started. All right, hello everyone. Uh, this is Dave Paramore, and uh, I'm delighted to uh, start this, our very first Silver Caduceus Association podcast, episode one. And I'm episode one. <laughs> As you've already heard him, I'm joined today by uh, Colonel Retired Kyle Campbell, who is uh, the incoming president for the Silver Caduceus Association. And Kyle and I worked together in in Europe. I was uh, the G6 of the Europe Regional Medical Command, and Kyle was the Commander of Heidelberg Health Center, and um, you know it's like in the military. It's just great because you you get these lifelong friends, and we've and and uh, Kyle's one of those, and so I'm just glad to to be here to help facilitate this this conversation. But Kyle, what, tell us a little bit about uh, what you've been up to since we were in Germany. Oh man, it's been busy. Uh, after we uh, after we finished converting Heidelberg Hospital uh, and Medac down into a health center. Uh, I went back to the States and spent a short period of time as the DCA at Fort Benning. Uh, and then uh, General Carvalho uh, was kind enough to give me a job as chief of staff at the uh, Southern Regional Medical Command in San Antonio. I had a blast there uh, and then was uh, just incredibly honored when uh, General Horoho uh, pulled me off the uh, level two list and put me in command of BAMC. Uh, so I got to finish my career at wonderful Brook Army Medical Center. Uh, retired from the Army in 15, um, spent about uh, almost three years in uh, California working at Scripps Health. Uh, had a lot of fun out there and learned a lot about the civilian world and that, that went through that challenging transition of uh, knowing all the military acronyms and not knowing any of the civilian ones. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, came back and spent a little bit of time, about a year with the region again, doing the uh, Deputy Commander for Quality and Safety. Uh, from there, went over to work uh, at WellMed, which is where I am now. Uh, I'm the Senior Vice President for Integrations. And the Integrations team, what we do is we bring on a new clinic and uh, physicians and staff, and we help them through the process of joining the WellMed team. So we, we help them understand and learn how to do the, the WellMed care model. Um, we help them through the transition to the ECW, which is our um, electronic health record, uh, and then just work them through that entire change process. Uh, it's about a nine-month process that, for each clinic, and uh, it's high adventure. Each and every one of them is unique and, and, uh, and a lot of fun. Uh, very, very challenging, but a lot of fun. So I've been busy. Wow. Now, what, you what been, been, if I remember right, you were, at, you were at the Office of Surgeon General finishing up as uh, Chief Technology Officer, right, for, uh, for all of MedCom? It was uh, just a, an honor to, to be up there and serve. We served uh, uh, for also for uh, General Horaho. It was a, a great opportunity, and um, that was my last assignment. And now uh, I'm uh, chief executive officer of uh, my own business, Dust Off Technologies, and just uh, it's been a great uh, been a great run having uh, that opportunity as well. So. Um, but um, anyway, the folks here today want to hear about this uh, Silver Caduceus Association. And, and so you've, you've just uh, taken on this new role as, as president of SCA. And 
I'm sure everyone's asking, what, what exactly is SCA? Well, it's a social, informational, and philanthropic organization that's composed of active duty, retired, and former Medical Service Corps officers. We've got over 580 active members strong, and we're still growing. The, the purpose of this group is to promote the history and tradition of the Medical Service Corps, to enhance continuing education, uh, and to support social and recreational activities for our members. Uh, what, what most people will tell you it's for is uh, just staying together and staying networked uh, among that camaraderie, uh, the, the brotherhood and sisterhood of the Medical Service Corps. Um, every other year we do a reunion. Um, and this uh, year of the pandemic, um, for all of the appropriate reasons, we have pushed it back. So it will now occur uh, in September of 2021. Uh, and we will have a future podcast to talk about that. Fantastic. We're all looking forward to it. Um... That's, that's great. You've just become the, as we said, the president. Um, you've got a team engaged. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what this team does and some of their functions? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, we've got um, Major General Retired uh, David Rubenstein. He's our immediate past president. Uh, Rob Howe uh, has joined us as the president-elect, and we've got a really strong board, including Ed Hollingsworth, who's our vice president, and he's the uh, a executor of our newsletter. Uh, Tom Barker manages the treasurer duties. Dave Bitterman is our secretary. Lisa Weatherington and Bev Beavers are leading the reunion efforts. And uh, our final board member is uh, Brett Venable, and he's working Silver Caduceus Society liaison activities. And uh, he will also be doing a, a podcast here in the future. We've got a variety of committees, and they include Roger Williams, who does our membership and scholarship. We have Doug Brandell, uh, who works the chaplain committee, and he's got an apprentice, uh, Robert Goodman. Uh, and then Kyle C. Campbell uh, is uh, leading our IT, web, and social media committees. Ken Canestrini and Scott Henderson are the audit committee. Uh, Jim Vinci is our LinkedIn manager. And of course, finally yourself, Dave Paramore is our Stratcom chair. And Dave, I really want to thank you for taking this on. You know, with all of you know all the ways you're being pulled as CEO of your own uh, business, um, we really appreciate you taking the time uh, and helping us as we we try to be dragged into the 21st century here. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure, and uh, this is our first swing at it. Of course, uh, you know we we share the same background. We won't bore everyone with aviation stories, but dust um, off. But, uh, <laughs> But uh, wow, that's that's quite a team. Uh, lots of uh, interesting responsibilities um, for the layman in the group. What what does this all mean? I'm like, what what can you kind of go into a little more detail about what the, what this means for the membership? Certainly, the uh, the board has taken on five key goals for the year. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we are going to work together to plan and conduct a safe and successful reunion. Uh, we're going to work to increase and improve the information flow via social media. We are working on investigating the use of sponsored events um, that we can do, whether they be podcasts such as this or a town hall, uh, with the idea to educate our members, grow that in information flow. Uh, but also we're considering finding ways to raise funds. And I'll address those in a moment. Um, and of course, we, we want to concurrently grow membership. We want to bring more members, uh, both from the active side and the retired or former MSC side into this group. Um, we want to increase our support that we're providing to the MSC community. 
that's through scholarships, education events, um, development, etc. Key to this is that we, we have a, uh, again, a philanthropic arm where we provide scholarships. Uh, and we've recently given uh, four $1,000 scholarships to deserving students uh, that is allowing them to pursue their uh, college education dream. So we're really excited about that. And we want to grow that support so we can help even more kids. That's fantastic. Um, that, that's great. You, you also mentioned that um, the SCA has over 550 members. Um, what, what do you think, what are some reasons you think that most people join or, or even more importantly, stay active as members? Yeah, well, we're actually over 580 at this point. It's, it's crazy. I mean, the, the, the growth over the last couple of years uh, has been very, very exciting. Uh, the number one reason that people share with me uh, that they are part of the uh, association is the ability to network and stay connected. Uh, again, it, it's all about that, that brotherhood and sisterhood of, of being a medical service corps officer. Um, d- despite how incredibly diverse we are as medical service corps officers with so many different AOCs, um, again, it's that, that grounding sense of, of having lived the, the Army values for a career uh, or even for one assignment. Uh, and, and that's what brings people together uh, to talk and, you know, tell their I was stories, uh, some of which are even true, right? Uh, you know, there's, there's all the other formal reasons, right? Besides network, uh, lifelong friendships, uh, professional development, uh, uh, look, the scholarships that I mentioned, the recognition uh, that we work on, and, and just sharing information uh, throughout the website and, and other ways. Um, and again, everyone that's a member uh, can already, can work already to keep assisting and recruit somebody else into the fold um, and can certainly consider making contributions to our scholarship program so we can keep that going. Yeah, that's fantastic. You, you uh, of course, when we were growing up, um, it was it was uh, popular uh, each each installation we'd go to to have uh, silver caduceus societies. And I. Uh, you mentioned this at the at the top of the podcast about the uh, the Silver Caduceus Societies. Can you kind of give us an overview or a difference? Like, how are they different than the Silver Caduceus Association? Yeah, absolutely. And and actually, for for any of our listeners, they can go to our website uh, and take a look at that uh, and and select information on their Silver Caduceus Societies. There, uh, they can also get newsletters, uh, notes, uh, letters from our Army Surgeon General, Lieutenant General Scott Dingle. Uh, our Corps Chief, uh, Major General Dennis Lemaster, uh, and a host of other topics. But the Silver Caduceus Societies themselves uh, have, have transitioned in a lot of ways over the years. You know, you know, Dave, you think back when you and I were in Germany together, um, they were private organizations that were formally stood up with constitutions and bylaws, and you had to work it through the legal teams. Uh, and it was just really challenging to get all of the blocks checked and to get the senior commanders to say yes. Uh, what Silver Caduce Societies are now is they're informal organizations at each post, camp, and station. Uh, ideally, they're simply a routine gathering of Medical Service Corps officers on the post, led by the Senior Medical Service Corps officer to discuss topics of interest to the Corps. You know, sometimes the topic will be leadership, and they bring in a senior military or civilian leader to come speak. Other times, it's a discussion of a recent accomplishment of uh, either a single MSC officer or the the medical command unit during deployment or disaster relief. Uh, again, we have a, a podcast that, that you and I are looking at setting up 
uh, where Colonel uh, Rob Howe will talk about going around the country and setting up um, COVID hospitals. I mean, it's just fascinating things that Medical Service Corps officers are doing on a daily basis. Uh, daily basis, excuse me. Uh, and again, these civil producer societies function best when they just have a portion of time to cover the professional topic, followed by some time to socialize and network. Now, obviously, in the pandemic time period, uh, that's currently being done via Zoom in many areas. Um, and the emphasis is that these societies, again, are informal and don't require the bylaws or constitution or establishments as private organizations. Uh, and please reach out to Brett Venable, uh, Colonel Brett Venable, for further information or drop us a note via the website on the contact link, which is on the top right of the page. Uh, and again, Colonel Venable has some really exciting plans and opportunities to assist. Those are those are great tips, and uh, you know, thanks for for sharing that, Kyle. Just a lot of a lot of great resources, as Kyle said. Go to go to the website, um, and and for you younger listeners, you can just put it in your your search bar, your search engine of choice, Silver Caduceus Association. It'll be the number one hit there. So uh, uh, connect with with us there. Hey, listen, Kyle. Thanks for your time today for participating. This is our first episode. Uh, really enjoyed the time, and uh, you know, thanks for for everything that you're going to do for us as, as the president. Oh, thank you, Dave. And listen, I'm, I'm really excited at the plans and opportunities you're developing for us to, to better reach and inform our members. You know, this is a great idea to get this started with an audio version of a podcast, because as General Rubenstein always tells me, I, I have a face for radio, you know. Um, as we move forward, we'll develop more and more of these, and um, hopefully we'll get one put together where we can talk about the history of the Silver Caduceus Association, uh, and we can talk about, uh, you know, leader development, maybe talk about some of the drawdown experiences, et cetera. But really appreciate your uh, energy and passion that you've brought forward to, to get this going and, uh, and for pulling me out of my shell to be willing to, to chat with you and turn this into a podcast. So, so thanks, for the, uh, thanks for the pure freaking magic that makes these things happen. <laughs> Well, it was certainly a pleasure, and it was kind of fun, and uh, just encourage everyone to stay tuned, and uh, we'll have more of these coming soon. For more information or to listen to other episodes, please visit silvercaducesassociation.com.